Hello everybody, this is DJ Smooth straight out of Cape Town in South Africa and welcome to the money.finance. This is a podcast where we get to discuss everything money. Absolutely. And today we have a different episode for you guys. So our model is to create this bite-sized straight to the point episodes where we really just get straight to the money talk. And we hope that within that format, you can get a lot in a very short period of time. But every now and then, I think we're going to be doing this long um episodes that we can now get a lot more conversational so that you can get to know us a little bit more so on this episode i'll be asking zbu a lot of questions that i personally have for him in that conversation i'm sure you're also going to learn something and because he is someone who is in the money game trying to make money he has been making money i think you cannot separate the money and the person who makes it so totally there's something that we can learn from his life and his story. So today I'm going to be asking questions uh, related to his life entirely. Are you ready for that one? I'm very ready, my brother. And just a quick one and throw in a quick disclaimer over there, guys. We are right. not financial experts. Yes. So we are not um, trained to give advice about money. We're not telling you what to do with your money. You make your own decisions. You go do your own research. You go get professional people that can advise you accordingly. But here, this is just mainly a platform to create conversations about money because I kind of feel a lot of people need to... We, we should be normalizing speaking about money. Absolutely, yeah. We should be normalizing speaking about big figures, speaking about the economy, speaking about businesses, speaking about the digital currencies, speaking about money, how to develop our money, how to make our money grow, how to invest, etc. And on the other episodes as well, we will have some um, financial experts, some entrepreneurs, and other people who are in the money game to come here and teach us more about money. So I'm ready, bro. Actually, that might be my first question to you. So when you think of a financial expert, who do you think of? That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Right. That's a very good question. I think of a guy in a suit. Okay. I think of somebody who works at a bank. Mm-hmm. I, I think of somebody who speaks very good, clean, polished, intimidating English. Right. <laughs> I speak of somebody whom I wouldn't easily open up to right. about my money situations. Although I know that they're telling me that this person wants to help me. Me, okay. okay. <laughs> but I'm seeing a picture of somebody whom I know they're saying this person can help me, but somebody who does not feel that easily approachable right. or somebody that does not easily give me an environment where I can open up about my money problems and, and try and get help from him. And I'm not saying that happens to everybody. I'm mm-hmm. just talking about an ordinary South African when they would probably think of a um, financial advisor. This is me. Yes. Uh, being an ordinary South African growing up in South Africa. I think that answers your question. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. In, in a way, it does. Um, because, you know, everybody talks about we have to protect ourselves by saying, oh, we're not financial advisors. But of course, we're not giving financial advice. We're just discussing money. But at the same time, it's a weird thing. You know, the concept of financial advisor, to me, I think it's very outdated today. You know, because what? who is really a financial advisor? It's like, have you ever gone to a financial advisor before i think i have over okay. the years but yes. not earlier on when i was young i didn't i didn't mm-hmm. think that i need I, I needed somebody to come and tell me about my finances right little did i know that i could have and yes. i should have yes. and i advise you to guys yes. go get financial advisors go have a chat it doesn't hurt mm. to go have a chat and learn and ask questions and all the money questions that you might have so i would encourage people to have but um, I also do know that financial advisors are people that 
know about money they've been trained they've been working with money they understand money and, mm. and economics etc and the economics sorry of, of the country yes but with that being said they still work for the bank absolutely i think that what i can pick up from what you just said i think it it's about stages there's a, a certain stage that you might really need a financial advisor right if you're getting started at the beginning you feel like you don't really need to and it's mostly it's because you actually don't you know so yeah you know as far as the the concept of a financial advisor is there and people have to utilize it i i think that you know people should be doing their own research a lot of these things aren't really that hard to figure out you know uh, like we always like we said on the you know, on the previous episode that your financial situation is personal you're actually the one who knows everything because as far as you can go to a financial advisor even they open up even if they do uh that you can now tell them your money situation i don't think you'll be able to tell anybody everything you know stories that we tell to each other are always capped to a certain level you know so yeah that is a, a point i would just want to make but uh, of course we're not financial advisors <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we always have to throw it in there and, and it's important it's important we yes. actually are not we're not yes um so getting to my question now um the first thing that i have I, would, uh, I have observed after spending a couple of days with you is that you are you are known out there as a very energetic person from what i've observed you know seeing you on tv on social media you would go on the streets and sell these more fire cans on your own by yourself right yeah. uh not something that people would expect of someone at your stance but at the same time in your personal time you're very calm you're like you're in control very chilled you know making sure everything is working uh have you always been like this or this is something that you have worked towards to be you know in a mode where uh, in, in a zen mode so to speak jeez mm, that's a very good question eh yeah because i remember when we started this podcast on our first episode when we were talking about money one of the first topics we touched on was the money mindset mindset yes because you need to be in a in a certain mindset or in a certain frame of mind to yeah. be able to be a, a money person um but what i can say to answer your question is i have always been a vocal person right. i'm outspoken i come from the entertainment business and yes. i grew up in, in the hood you know i grew up in the in the township we yes. always make fun of each other make jokes about each other we're in the streets playing soccer we're screaming around it's noisy it's in the hood you know yes. and i mean i was a dj i grew up being a, a, a DJ as a kid, playing a different party. So I've, I've always just been this person who's social, who is loud, who's outspoken, who right. can speak for himself, and who's energetic as well. I'm a very driven person. But at the same time, I think the being reserved and just understanding yourself comes with age. Okay. And comes with understanding yourself and learning about yourself and who you are. Mm -hmm. And... Um, developing confidence and just starting to have um that good chip above your shoulders where you you show of yourself you're comfortable you don't need anyone's validation right. you um um you understand that you have to be calm to be in control behind yes. the scenes but but that had to take time yes for me to become like this yeah i think it's also part of maturity Right. So, I mean, based on what you say, do you think being overly um, outrageous or overly unnecessarily, say, energetic in some instance, do you think it's, it can be a sign of um, or a signal of uh, insecurity that you're trying to cover up something? That's sometime? a very good question. 
I think it depends. Yes. It definitely depends. I mean, there's a lot of people who are loud, who are even arrogant, mm. who are rich, who are wealthy, who are yes. irritating, but they still have money. Yes. And then you ask yourself sometimes, like, how do these people continuously become rich? <laughs> like they, that. They've got such a stinking <laughs> attitude, you know? Yes. But then with that being said, I, I believe that um, we all have got different journeys. Yes. And as we walk, this life thing humbles us when we get to do things that are either out of order yes. or we make mistakes and we, lo we learn along the ways and we get humbled and then we become better people. Mm -hmm. As time goes, you, you definitely do become better. Slow. Mm -hmm. With time, it takes time, it takes years. I guess that's why they always say, you, that's mm -hmm. an Isizulu um, proverb that says, um, um, wisdom comes from the elders elders yes basically yes right. and i think that's why a lot of elderly people have got the wisdom so but it takes time i've had to go through a lot for mm. me to become the person that i am remember i'm a i'm an entertainer yes i'm used to standing in front of crowds thousands of people tv cameras on radio i'm used to greeting people taking pictures and over the years slowly that sort of grooms you into giving you a certain attitude and how to treat people yes and how to smile with people and how to also learn people yes because we call it a university of the streets right right of a better word but that's basically just normal life skills right i think or i believe anybody who needs to develop a money mindset needs to understand how ordinary people are right. because people are different and as you live life there's a lot of things you're going to learn along the way. Mm -hmm. And those things grow you and they make you a better person, right? Yes. But you have to be aware of the lessons. You have to be aware of the mistakes. Mm. You have to be aware of each and everything that you go through. What is it teaching you? Yes. So it, it, it takes time. And for me, it, it is, it's, 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 come with, um, it's come with maturity over the years. Yeah, I mean, that's something that I've personally identified, like you're really good at um, people, you know, your people skills, how you treat people, waiters, waitresses at the restaurants. Uh, you're like a hundred times better than I am. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah, you're like, you know, you take your time, everything is okay. Sometimes I'm more like, you know, Chok Chok, just want to do things and go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But am I wrong, though, that when you're a person who is, um, who's got a money mindset, you need to be able to learn and understand the psyche of other human beings. No, 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 that's, that's yeah. the truth. Because any sort of money that you can ever make, it comes from other people. So I think the best thing to learn, to understand better, actually, is people. You know, uh, I, I learned this lesson. I'm still in the process of learning th this lesson. Because on my side, you know, um, for most part of my life, I'm sort of a digital, one of the digital generation. You know, we spent most of our time alone in front of computers. And we don't, I don't think that most of us in my generation have the same understanding of people the same way like you guys do. Mm. Yeah, there's a little bit of a disconnect because mm. everything is in front of the screens. Uh, you know, we're much more like, I mean, I'm introverted too. So that also another layer of, um, of the challenge. But um, yeah, and that's a very good question. You know, it, it's very admirable for me. That's. I'm always trying to aim for calm. I, I always say that I'm, uh, in my life, I optimize for, uh, for peace, not yeah. happiness, because I think peace is very rare to find. Yes. So the next question that I have is that, I mean, understanding you're coming from a, you're coming from a music background, entertainment background, and 
from the society or the way we expect people in that stance to present themselves, it's very different from how you present yourself, especially someone who is at your statue, you know. Uh, you're among the worthiest South African musicians right now, right? And you're really just like a normal simple guy. Uh, has it always been the case or back in the day it used to be different? How did you come to this mindset where like, you know, I'm just chilled. At least the signals that you have that you're a worthy person is that you're just free. You know, the way you carry your hair, you, um, it's just, you know, you can just tell by the aura that, okay, this person is confident, is calm, they're not really under pressure, they're not trying to prove anything to anyone. Mm. How did you come to that? Geez, that's a very, very interesting question. And I'll tell you, Gray, the reason why I say it's interesting because of how the society has been designed yes. and the rules and regulations that have been put in each place and each industry. And as we grow, you have to dress in a certain uniform when you work for a certain company. Yes. You have to carry yourself this way if you're in the boardroom. You have to do this when you are. You have to, you know what yes, I mean? Yes, yes, There's all these different rules that we've gotten to learn as we've grown older. Yes. And they always say as well things like, um, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Do, yes. And when you are talking money, over the years, the past has always taught us that we need to be in suits and ties. We need to be speaking the money jargon, the right language. Mm. And that's how it's always been in the business world, all the way until today. Mm -hmm. But when you look at life way it is today some of the most successful people lately that the world is producing are young are very young yes. i mean there's like teen millionaires there's millionaires in their 20s yeah there's others who might not necessarily be monetary millionaires yes but they're great in coming up with awesome things and running dope ideas and yes. creating amazing startup businesses in the african continent but if you start looking at most of those even if you go to, I, I travel quite a lot, so mm. I speak all over the world. You go to San Fran, you go to New York, you go to LA. The whole world is moving towards people being themselves and being free. Yeah. Not being in a suit and a tie and being forced to be a certain image of a caliber of type of people. Right. I think the world has sort of flexibly relaxed itself to allow people to become whoever they want to become. So with me, I've always been... Um, suit and a tie type of guy yes clean metrosexual clean shaven at all times and, and it's been great and, yes. and i mean i love that i love dressing up i love being that person i love walking into a meeting in my suit i've prepared for my meetings i've got all my ducks in a row because as an entrepreneur as a business person you always have to have your ducks in a row you always yes. have to read you always have to understand the meetings <clears throat> who you're going to speak to you always have to consult etc and your mind always has to be working but you always also have to look the part the image is a big part of business yes right but then when you look at nigerians or other african brothers and sisters they conduct business in their own African regalia. Yes, absolutely. You, you go to the sheikhs in the Middle East. Yes. They conduct business in their own traditional uh, or religious regalia. Yes. You go to China. They conduct business in their own religious... Um, you know what I mean? They don't have to conform to Do anything. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And then you've got us, on the other hand, always feel we always have to wear a suit and a tie. Yes. So for me, I've been that person for the longest of time because I've also been in front of cameras right. and in the entertainment business. I'm shooting music videos and I'm hosting TV shows and I'm doing interviews and I always have to look the part and I've, you know, uh, I've even won awards, GQ, Best Dress Man, etc. Mm. Just to give an idea of the type of dresser that I've always been. Yeah. 
But as time goes and as we all grow, things like COVID happens. Yes. You're stuck in the house. There's no need to shave. You get more and more comfortable. You get to you can wear your sneakers. I mean, I started out wearing sneakers with a, in a suit right. many years ago when people are like, "What is he doing?" And and I started breaking rules and just doing things on my own way because I've always been a person who refuses to conform. Yeah. Right. And I kind of believe that right now. I'm my own man. I'm comfortable in, in, in whichever way I want to be. Right. right now, I feel like growing my hair and not shaving. I, I don't feel like wearing suits every day. I, I don't feel like working from any of my offices yes. um, as often as I would like to. I don't feel like being in Joburg every day. I'm in right. Cape Town now. I right. do whatever I like at any time. I dress whichever way I like, but I know that what is in here mm -hmm. is what matters. And... Um, me running my businesses correctly and me being the best business partner I can be to my business partners yes. and me delivering a good product as far as what our business has to deliver to the public or to the consumers. I think that's yes. what matters the most as opposed to my image, how I look like or um, what are people going to say about me. I think that matters less. Not unless I'm going yes. to a black tie event, I'm mm. going to a funeral, a wedding, or I'm going to a very serious meeting, I'm going to sign a big deal, <laughs> I'll put on my suit. <laughs> right, right, right. So, I mean, you mentioned one thing is that, okay, you're, I think maybe your confidence comes from the point that you know what's up there, right? So you can walk into anywhere, as, that's your tool, you, that's your major tool, how, how you maneuver in business. Well, when you're in the streets, sometimes maybe your, your immediate tool that you need to have is you need to be a great fighter to protect yourself in the streets, right? So there's always a two for each domain or every level of life that you're at. And it seems like at this level where you're at, your mental state and what you have in your brain is the most important part. But do you think that society, especially in the areas that, in the places that we come from, we come from right? The townships and all those places, do you think that the, our communities don't encourage us to prepare enough or at least to remind us how important our mental state is, to the point that we grow up thinking that how we present ourselves and how, how we look when we enter a room or we enter a certain space is the most important thing. And then uh, we get disappointed later that, you know, uh, well, I went to get an opportunity over there. I looked everything right and you realize that you didn't get picked, simply maybe because your mental state wasn't right. Is that something that you ever identified before? Yeah, I mean, we've been through a lot. I think mm. a lot of us have gone through interviews. You've yeah. prepared for those interviews, you've read up about that company, you've asked for some advices from elder people, yeah. or from the classmates or friends. You know, we've all been through that and we've, we've hustled through or maneuvered through this thing called life. Yeah. Nobody is an expert on this thing called life. Absolutely. We all make mistakes, we fall and we get up mm -hmm. and we learn and... The other day, um, we're talking about how we're brought up, especially us as black people, yeah. and how that affects us um, as we grow and become teenagers, from teenagers that becoming a fully grown woman or a man. Yes. Somehow you are influenced by your upbringing. Right. right. So it's the same thing, even, even if you have to focus in, on having a money mindset or, or on becoming an entrepreneur, focusing on business. Mm you're bringing that baggage or you're bringing that um, upbringing that you've had with you. That sort of impacts yes. the type of person that you become even in business, even in interacting in the business world. Absolutely. In, in the money world. So with myself, I kind of feel I've never been Mr. Noid or I've never been uh, an incredible person in this or in that or in carrying myself. 
I've made the most biggest mistakes you can ever think of. I've disappointed people. Mm. I have I've not been perfect, you know? And that's why I say it comes with this with living this thing called life. Life, okay. So it wasn't anything that I've been conscious at and saying, no, me now. Yes, we all do. We always try and and, and, and become the best of the best version people yeah, of ourselves yes. or who we, who we can be. But um, it's something that just happened over time. And I kind of felt, I kind of feel I refuse to make the same mistakes that I've done in the past. Every time when I, when I an encounter a situation, I always refer to history or some of the things that have happened in the past. Yes. And then I will compare. And on how I make decisions, I'm, I'm very strict to not repeat similar mistakes like in the past. They've always said that the most successful people in the world make decisions quicker. Quicker, yes. Yeah, they take decisions quicker, they keep it moving. Yes. And then they take time to alter them. Right. And then the rest of us are the other way around. <sighs> okay, okay, I, I take that back. I don't want to say the rest of us. <laughs> I want to be a part of the 1% as well. <laughs> okay. Uh, so my next, my next question here is what is your life optimized for right now by that i mean for uh, someone who don't understand this question is er, the way you live your life or everything is really optimized for something mm. right if you're a football player in the pitch you're playing for bafana bafana everything you do is really optimized for scoring a goal whether you're passing the ball back to the goalkeeper still the goal is to make sure that it gets to the other side of the net, right on the other side so for you right now, what is your life optimized for? What is the yeah. center of where everything is rotating around? Yeah, for me, it's purpose. Purpose. It's, it's God, right? Because right. I understand that I'm, I'm a godly being. Yes. I understand that um, Jesus Christ, um, Yeshua, whatever name you want to use and refer to him as, was a physical embodiment of um, who God is, mm -hmm. right? And God for me is just that spirit that is always guiding me. And just encourage me to be the best me I can be to mm -hmm. be to be love to be calm to be kind to be positivity to be the best version of me I can be right so I kind of would say to you and I start getting passionate when I start speaking about um, this type of a conversation right it's, it's my purpose yeah it's what I'm here on earth to do each and every person is here on earth to make a difference they yes. only say uh, Bob Proctor he actually says that there's two times uh, the days the day you are born and the day you discover why the two times um, which are the most important times in any human being's life here on earth it's your purpose what is your purpose why are you here on earth right. why are you existing are you here to just be a 5w I always call them 5w's wazala wapila wavele wazawafa meaning you just were born and you ate and you just existed and you never made any difference in society. I've always refused to be that type of person. I've always yeah. wanted to follow my name. My name is Sibusiso, which means a blessing. So I always right. say to people, I am blessed to become a blessing. So each and every move that I make, right. I've got my community in mind. Okay. Each and every decision that I make, I've got my great-grandchildren in mind. Each and every deal that I make, I always think, how is it going to benefit people uh, who look like you and I? Yes. How am I shifting culture? How am I making a difference? So it's all purpose-driven. That's why I've got the Simusisole Education Foundation that mm. I've been running over the years and in, in, in encouraging education and paying for kids' school fees and, and offering scholarships. Right. Their passion from there comes from my purpose. Purpose is serving. Serving is doing the Lord's work. Doing yes. the Lord's work is 
being as godly as you can be. We are all not perfect, but we are always striving to become the best version of ourselves we can become. So I kind of feel I'm here on earth to follow my name. Yeah. My name being a Spusiso, and I'm blessed to become a blessing. Absolutely, man. That is a very good way to optimize one's life, you know, very a very useful life of contributing to others. Yeah, and I, I think you're doing that, well. You're doing well at that. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate it. For me, I, I appreciate when somebody says, Dude, you inspire me. Yeah. Thank you. As opposed to saying, hey, you dress nice or you're good looking or your music is nice. I love, I love being, um, Will Smith puts it well. Will Smith says, if your life is not making, or if, ah, oh, I'm trying to get the right wording. I'm going to paraphrase here. Will mm. Smith says, or oh, let me paraphrase. He says, if your existence here on earth is not making anybody else's life better, uh -huh. then you're wasting your time. Yeah, it. yeah, that is very true, right? <laughs> I think we, we have to live purposefully. And the thing is that, I mean, since this podcast is all about money, living a life of purpose really pays. You know, people who are really purposeful, they want to... To me, I've always wondered that if I... If, if you're... It's very difficult for, for someone to become super wealthy financially if their motivations are very cheap, when I say cheap motivations, it's just like oh, buying the nicest shoe or whatever uh, you know, materialistic thing that you can get. Usually people that are wealthy, they usually have bigger things that they want to achieve, right? That are beyond just simple consumption. It's we like a, it's a big it an mission. An, an abundance mindset. You know, like uh, you can think of any uh, wealthy person they're not really doing it just to get to be able to afford to buy something. They have a major purpose. They're usually saying, oh, I want to give the most money away or yeah. something like that. I want to I end hunger. I want to end poverty. Yeah. If you're trying to serve others, you are more driven to actually be successful. Uh, Bill Gates' mission was to actually put a, a computer in every household. Imagine how that now has changed the world okay, that's for the, the old better. Bill Gates. The, that's new, the, the new Bill Gates, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, we're talking about the, the 1980s Bill Gates, right? Sure, yeah. yeah. So this takes me to the, to the next question. So you're 43 years old now, right? Yeah, I'm turning 43. I'm 42 now. Yeah, you're turning 43. 40, I've just turned 42, actually. Okay, 42. Yeah. Okay, just turned 42. And by society standards, especially uh, in Africa, you're... The, your family would probably expect you to, to be married right now and all that stuff and society is always expecting that of us but you're not which is another anomaly in society is that part of your optimization or is it's a random effect i i think for me um by the way i've got an amazing uh, beautiful seven-year-old um baby daughter yes yes she's one of the most smartest people i've ever met and i'm blessed to <laughs> have her in my life and I can't wait to have more children. Right. You know, so I believe in family. I believe in marriage. Mm -hmm. I believe in God. I believe in having as many children as possible. Mm -hmm. I'm an African man. You know, right. I'm an African first before I'm anything. Mm. So for me, building a family structure matters a lot. And unfortunately, I've been one of those people who have not been lucky mm. in being with the mother of my child. But I think we've got a great and awesome co-parenting relationship, relationship. Yeah. we both growing our daughter. But as my life keeps uh, moving forward, my focus is on my purpose and my focus is on building the businesses that i'm building building no longer just my career i'm building for these kids who are not yet here yes i'm already building a generational legacy for them and even my daughter who's currently here mm. but i'm also aware that 
I've got a lot of eyeballs on me because I've done TV, radio, and music for so many years. I'm, I'm popular in a lot of South Africans' eyes. Mm. I understand that everything that I do is looked at by a lot of people, so it has to have some sort of meaning, meaning right. to my community. Oh, you know? okay. So even the way I lead my life is, is, has to be as godly as possible. We are all not perfect, but I always want to um, um, want to be a married man. Yeah. I, I can't wait. Yeah. But I think I'm very open enough to say that I can't wait for the um, the building of the family when it happens. Because for other people, it happens at 50. Yeah. Other people, it happens at 30. Yeah. Other people choose to do it at age 21. Yes. It happens differently for all of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to say to you all hustlers out there and investors and people that are, are making money or people that are in the money mindset out there, that is also very important if you're going to become a very wealthy or successful person or accumulate wealth or create legacies for generations to come. You have to be very strict. Mm-hmm. in the type of person you choose to become your partner. Absolutely. The person you choose to, to become your boyfriend or to become your husband, that's the person you're going to spend the most of your time with. Mm. That's the person who's going to listen to your dreams, your vision. That's the person who's going to be your cheerleader. That's the person who's going to be next to you, who's going to be there on those days when things are bad. So right. you have to be very strict and take your time and be very sure. Pray about it. Yes. And, and pray from time to time. I've been praying for many years. I mean, I'm 42 now. I've been mm. praying for 42 years for that wife. I can't wait for that moment when it happens, but I'm looking forward for to that marriage when it does happen because I am a, a family man and I cannot believe um, people who have been able to succeed in creating wealth mm. in other cultures or in other races are uh, a family orientated absolutely so yes. if i look at the jewish community if i look at the muslim community i look at um <clears throat> our indian brothers and sisters i look at anyone or any other race all over the world or the italians even from all the way back to the italian movies yes the, the godfather movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about family it's all about family yes yeah. yeah okay that's a very good answer so what would you advise to someone like myself or another guy out there when you say that well you have to uh, to be strict with who you pick. That is a very, very good, um, you know, binary explanation of what maybe I should be looking out for. But it doesn't give me enough about some of the specifics. So in your experiences, what have been the bad traits that you have seen that, oh, I don't want this, I don't want that, based on the people that you have been with before? I mean, you can be with a person of the street mm-hmm. and you're not even aware of it. But it's going to show itself over time. If you've chosen the person of the streets, that's very sad and it's an unfortunate situation. Mm-hmm. Um, for the for the lack of a better word, I'd say the person of the streets, meaning promiscuous. A person, yeah, who's either promiscuous or who's not there for you, or who's person as a person who's just only there based on either your success or your status in society, yes. or they're still seeking for, um, still having fun with other people out there, or they're seeking yes. for. Other people whom they think they're probably better than you. You know yes, what I mean? Like absolutely. that's a person of the streets. So that's why I say take your time in choosing that person to walk this journey with you because you want to choose somebody who's going to encourage you, somebody who's going to be with you, somebody who's going to be your team, somebody who's going to be your partner in building this thing together with yes. you, somebody who's going to, you also going to be there for them, vice versa, but somebody who's just going to be your rock when you're walking this um, money mindset journey, yes. when you're walking this. Um, <clears throat> The money dot finance journey. Yes. If you want to create wealth, you need a mindset that that is a visionary. You need to think of the future, but you need somebody that is here that understands that goal and yes. that understands where 
where we're going in this house. Yes. And so that even when there's problems and there's, we just know the vision doesn't change. Right. What may change is, is how we're going to maneuver, how we're going to get there, but it doesn't change that the vision is there. That's where we're going. So that even if you may go through the most biggest challenges, this person that you've chosen to be next to you is the right person. Person to be, yeah. It's not in all moments. Who's gonna break you down? Yeah. Yes. Or somebody who's gonna leave when things are tough. Uh, yeah. Or somebody who's gonna even betray you. Yes. Because when you are a money mindset type of person, business can be a dirty game sometimes as yeah. well. Yes. You know, business can money can even bring problems in your own marriage. Absolutely. In your own situation. Yes. You know, so. That's why you have to be It's like choosing a business partner in a right, business. Right. You have to be also very strict yes. who you choose to become your business partner. Because, hey, money, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's a problem, right? It can be a problem. Well, I don't want to say it's a problem. It can be a problem. Yeah.